0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com.
1: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, let us say hello to the former two-time UFC strawweight champion, Thug Rose Namajunas. Not only is she one of the best 115 pounders on planet Earth, but she continues apparently to tap into her adventurous spirits which we'll talk about in a little bit. Rose, it's great to see you. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Uh just, you know, uh taking care of lots of business outside of, you know, fighting just so so everything's a little busy and all over the place, but it's uh I'm truly blessed and just grateful to just be living my life and and take a little bit of time just to not worry about somebody punching me in the face.
1: <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, Thank you for yeah. doing this. Uh, and I want to thank the fine folks involved with Polaris RZR for helping to put this all together, which is where we can start because I was made aware of this new partnership several weeks ago where the concept of this was to put you in the passenger seat of one of these, off-road vehicles and let you experience the fun and the craziness of what it has to offer. So how did this come together for you? What did you think of it when this opportunity was sent in your direction?
0: Well, um, you know, my, uh, my, uh, manager, Brian kind of just threw it, um, threw it at me. The, the opportunity came to the, you know, on my table and I was just instantly like, yes. Um, it's funny because, uh, he originally thought like maybe I wasn't going to be into something like that, but, um, it was, uh, and, and he probably was right off of first, um, you know, impression, but because I'm, I'm more into like, obviously fighting for me is is as much of adrenaline rush as I need. <laughs> um, I think outside of the fighting, I'm more, you know, uh, try to just do things to calm myself a little bit, but, um, recently I had been, I, I, you know, a teammate of mine and my coaches, um, or a coach and a teammate of mine as well. They both, uh, ended up getting into these type of vehicles. And, um, and so it kind of, I kind of been like, not peer pressure, but sort of tempted into, into getting one of these, or at least just like trying it out. And so, um, yeah, it, it was, it was kind of like the perfect timing for everything. Cause I had just been like, looking at them and thinking about them. And then bam, it just the opportunity fell in my lap. So I did not hesitate to, uh, to, to take the opportunity.
1: So when I first heard about this, you teaming up with Razor, I, I was told that the goal of this was literally to scare you, it was to scare the heck out of you. And I know as <laughs> someone who goes into a cage and, and fights other human beings, it might take a yeah. lot to do that. But was, was that accomplished here? Were, were you were, was scared the right word? Or how would you uh, describe it? I
0: would say, I mean, I guess yeah, I guess it depends. You know, there's different kinds of uh, scary. And I would say it was the healthy level of, of scariness you know I obviously like I felt pretty safe because I had the professional drive in and he was you know super amazing and super kind and just made me feel very safe um but yeah I mean I think it would be a little bit scarier if I had to take the wheel and if I was you know jumping the jumps or maybe if we did a backflip or something (laughs) um so I was definitely like scared but like having fun I just screamed the whole time it was it was amazing
1: <laughs> how long How long was the ride for how long did you get to stay on there for
0: so um I felt like we were like driving for kind of on and off for like an hour because we were filming so like sometimes we had to like redo some things but um I think we went the course like the first shot to just get my initial reaction I believe we went around like maybe three or four times and so It was probably like a good solid 20 minutes of me just screaming. (laughs) And uh, my voice was pretty, pretty gone after that.
1: Well, there you go. Uh, Hopefully we get to see some video of this. That'd be amazing. Um, I I know you're doing all these other things. So I'm curious because we last saw you compete in May UFC 274. Came up short on the scorecards. Carlos Barza wins the title. And I know you were on my (laughs) colleague Ariel Helani show talking about it with Pat. And, you know, there's a lot of reaction to that interview, but... You know, outside of your off-road adventures, what has life been like since the fight with Carla and just doing stuff behind the scenes, you know, not really fighting related? What What have you been up to?
0: Yeah, I've been very busy, um, and it's, it's been pretty awesome. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily like, yeah, I just, I've been kind of like, um, I've, I've gotten some like sort of other opportunities that ha- just things that I didn't have time for family, um, even just like the boring stuff like taxes and <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> I'm just trying to like get rid of, uh, or I should say catching up on the things that I've, like you forget about when you're just like thinking about um, accomplishing things, being successful, kind of like, a fighter lifestyle that's very selfish and you kind of need to just put everything else on hold so I've been I've been catching up on family time um maybe just like investing my money into some things um and then also I've I've had um I'm working on some different um I guess side gigs and things like that and um I will I'm getting ready for a photo shoot also um, coming up this weekend, but I won't say, I won't say who it is or what it's going to be. Cause I, it's, it's just going to be something to look forward to. I'm crossing my fingers that it. It goes through because it's going to be very, it's a very big, um, ordeal in my opinion. Um, it's, it's like kind of a childhood dream of mine. And so, yeah, I'm very excited about just lots of, I think things are brewing. Also, I've been very busy in my garden, um, and that's been, that's been very busy. Luckily we've been getting rain here in Colorado that hasn't usually that's like non-existent. So I haven't been like too tied down to the garden as much. Um, Cause nature sort of taking care of things for me, but I also went on like a mini little vacation. I went to, um, you know, shout out to Umpacabre's uh, farm. It's a cattle farm. They do like uh grass grazing, um, you know, all organic uh, cow meat and stuff like that. And I've been trying to go out there for like, years now but every time i'm just like in a training camp and i can't go out there and so we rode some horses we ended up hanging out um and yeah so it's it's a lot of different things
1: so you're obviously very busy so like on a scale of one to ten what are we like how far are you looking ahead in terms of your fighting future like are we at a five like where are we looking as far as that goes
0: so I made a decision to take off the sun, like win or lose going into the the last fight. I knew I was going to take some time off. Um, I knew I was going to at least take the summer off. And then once we're getting close to the fall, I would say around like September, I'll know exactly what I'm doing. Um, I have been training a little bit like, um, but not like con- super consistent. Um, I even had this like little shoulder, like kind of issue that I've sort of been trying to rehab and stuff. But, uh, And then there was this girl, um, Isis who just, uh, won her Invicta fight recently. She came in town and so I got to train with her. So like just little stuff. I'm like trying to stay active without like totally just being on the couch completely. But, um, I, the, the thing that I do know for a fact, I don't know when exactly I might fight again, but I do know that I want to do a grappling match of some sort. I want to really, um, you know, get racked up some experience in that department. And, um, so yeah. And, and, um, I'm also, once I get sort of my other things in order, just like life stuff, I think I will be lifting lots of weights and, uh, trying to just maybe put on like a little more muscle and, and just kind of see what happens from there.
1: Okay. So we're gonna, we're gonna put on a little muscle. Does that mean like, you just want to be a straw weight with with a little more like muscle to you, or are we thinking about maybe bouncing around a little bit? Like maybe you'll enjoy lifting weights and you'll you'll yeah. like it a lot and maybe you'll be a flyway. Like what, what are we thinking on that aspect?
0: I don't know. You you do the math.
1: <laughs> okay. All right.
0: Yeah. You can you can uh yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly really don't know because like I said, I, I think just one step at a time and like I would I haven't even you know, they kind of, uh, the UFC's given me some offers for things and I'm just like, I just need the time, time to the summer just to like, not think about fighting at all. And then I'll, you know, in the fall, I'll kind of do like lay out everything and see what makes sense, but definitely like, I'm really interested in, in grappling, um, you know in the near future and so um whoever is out there that can you know that i can sort of challenge and and i want to get good at foot locks i want to get cuz obviously like in the grappling world that's like become huge and stuff and it's sort of come full circle again to where like people now know how to defend them and so now it's like kind of a more complete game again so I kind of want to dive deep into um, the grappling world and then from there, you know, work my way back in.
1: I like it. Um, a lot has actually happened at 115 since that fight because we saw Zhang beat Joanna and then Joanna retired from the sport. And I know. The rivalry you had with her, like that first fight you two had, the stare yeah. down, that ceremonial weigh-ins, the performance you had becoming a UFC champion for the first time, then you ran yeah. it back during one of the craziest fight weeks in UFC history, when you found out that yeah. she was calling it a career, how did you react to that? And what are those two fights, the builds to those two fights? What does that mean to you when you look back at your career?
0: You know, honestly, like uh, I was very happy that that she did call it. Um, quits well not quits I shouldn't say it but just was like hey this is good because um I feel like she had already accomplished so much um even I think even uh she could have even called it you know and and before that but I know she's such a warrior that she just loves um she just loves fighting and so um yeah so it's it's whatever I think um whatever makes her happy I'm happy to see that I, um, I've always been grateful for what she's done for the sport, what she's done for my career, as far as like, you know, um, elevating me and then also pushing me because like she was kind of the standard as far as what I had been chasing for many years. So, um, so there's, there's definitely lots of gratitude towards her. And obviously we we've, we've had our rivalry and there's been times where, you know, obviously all I want to do was punch her in the face. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, now to see her kind of to see everything full circle, I'm very happy for her. I want um, only the best for her and to, and for her to be. Uh, yeah, just just kind of happy in life and, and with her. And just I hope that she knows that, you know, and I know she knows that her career was amazing and everybody and inspired many people
1: couple more things and uh, and I'll let you go. Thank you. I, I really appreciate the time, but it seems like after that win for Zhang, it looks like it's going to be her and Carla fighting for the title. And you've spent almost, you actually spent over an hour in the octagon combined with both of those two women. So I'm curious, like how you would break that fight down from sort of an analytical perspective. Like, how do you see that one playing out?
0: Um, I think uh, I'll, I'm probably, I haven't really given it much thought, but my, um feelings are that Whaley will not really have much problems in that fight I I think she'll um no you know any Carla is very interesting because she's very unassuming and things like that and obviously I think our fight was sort of an anomaly the last one because like we both had some concerns about not messing up our faces, um, and getting bloody and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know if she'll necessarily have that concern going into the, to a fight with Whaley, but I do feel like, um, Whaley's just on a different level, uh, skill wise and, and all that stuff, as long as she doesn't get like cocky or anything like that, I think she, she should become the new champion.
1: And then last thing, I know you're you're focusing on what you're focusing on. So you're taking the summer off. Maybe in the fall, we'll start thinking about what we're going to do. We're going to be lifting the weights and putting on some some muscle and things like that. In terms of your career, because you seem very free right now. You seem very happy with everything that's going on. It seems like a lot of this is, you know, just just to challenge yourself. You want to challenge yourself with grappling. It seems like even at this point in your career, like, you just want, like, things that will challenge you and get you excited. So before you sort of... Turn the chapter and that part of your life. Like, what what is the biggest challenge that you could face in the UFC or in MMA? Like, what, what do you think sort of stands out to you? Like, I could call it a career if I have this fight, or do have, have this moment. What, what do you think if you if you could reflect on that?
0: Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I would I would have to give it some thought, you know, uh, because I yeah I did accomplish. Like, you know, I already became the champion, defended it, lost it, got it back. Um, so I'm already like, you know, Hall of Fame. Like that's already that's already, you know, in the books. The, the history is already written. So that that's going to take some time to reveal itself. You know, what could challenge me? Um, I think. Uh, shoot, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to come back to you on that one.
1: Well, there you go. Maybe, maybe you and Valentina someday, would that be, would that be something? I mean, I know you're not thinking about that right now, but would that right, be something right. that might interest you?
0: Um, You know that? So I love Valentina. I think that she's the, I think she's the, in, in my opinion, like it's weird because um, I always forget like that Amanda Nunes is like the women's goat of like of all female MMA. Um, but like Valentina's like, if she just keeps doing what she's doing, she's really, you could argue, make that case as well. Um, and so gosh, like in order for me, and I also, uh, I do have, like, I consider myself to be Valentina's friend. Like we trained a lot together. So that would be something that like, you would have to be, um, we like, we'd have to be set up for, for not for life, but like, it would have to be for a very good reason (laughs) for me to want to just like, to want to even try to, I don't know, like to, to even step to her. Plus she's a, she's a, she is amazing in all, in all, uh, in all ways. And, um, I have felt what she feels like in practice. I know a fight is a totally different thing. So you know that that would be hard for me to say like obviously as a um as a martial artist like that would be uh a I don't know how to say it like that would that would definitely be very interesting um but <laughs> I guess in theory you know um so yeah I don't know yet
1: it'd be It'd luc- have to be very lucrative right
0: yes yes because like I I wanna i, I I love Valentina. I think, I think she's, I consider her to be my friend. And so, um, so like that is something that I never really had a problem with being cordial and things like that with people that I was going to fight and everything like that. Um, and even I've maintained friendships with people that I fought, um, maybe not for very long, but for the most part, like I, I, I don't, I never had the issue of like fighting a teammate or anything like that. To me, it's like But, but when it comes to, um, but now I think I've, I've started to think a little bit differently, um, about fighting at this point in my life. And so that would be kind of difficult, um, like emotions and things like that. But, um, I just feel like I'm a different person now. Like, so yeah, I would have to think about it, but I mean, definitely like to, she is as just as a pure martial artist, like skill wise, like that would be every, like, in order you have to be at the top of your game in order to even step to her. So that would be very motivating just to make sure that, I'm, um, you know, is, is good as like to be my highest potential, you know, yeah, at, like at all possible.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate you talking about this because I know there's like a million other things you'd rather be talking about. You're taking the summer off from this crazy world of MMA. You're taking a little bit of you're training a little bit, but, um, thank you so much for the time. I'm, I'm glad we're able to do this glad you enjoyed your ride on the Polaris razor. And uh, from what I understand when the, uh, the video, the video will be released on the Polaris ORV YouTube channel. So we get to see you lose your really? voice screaming with the thrill of, uh, of riding on one of those off-road vehicles. So enjoy the rest of your summer, Rose, enjoy the time in the garden and everything else you got going on and, uh, and all the best to you. I th- thank you so much for the time.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate you.
1: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.